Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is W-A-Y-T. I'm Charles Edward. Let's get right into it. Today in hip-hop, October 29, 1991, Organized Confusion dropped their album. Organized Confusion's debut album by the Queen's hip-hop duo. The album was released on October 29, 1991 under Hollywood Basic. The album and the group have received a large cult following throughout the years. The record was originally given a 4 out of 5 in the source in January 1992. The effort has received perfect ratings from many sources, including all music and rap reviews. Group members Pharrell Monch and Prince Poe were praised for their highly skilled lyrical ability making use of intelligent vocabulary and metaphors. The content on the album ranges from lighthearted tales, who who stole my last piece of chicken, audience pleaser, to extreme politically influenced songs, releasing hypnotical gases, prisoners of war, to religious influence, open your eyes. AMG writer Stanton uh, Sweetheart wrote an all music albums review. The inspired debut album from the duo of Prince Poetry and Feral Monch was arguably the underground rap album of the 90s. Organized Confusion may be alongside main sources Breaking Adams, the quintessential cult hip-hop album from a decade full of forward-looking efforts. Now, I can admit, I've never even heard this album. And to even go further... I've I've known about Feral Monch. I know Feral Monch is incredible. So now I'm gonna have to go back and listen to this album because apparently uh, it, it's um being held as a classic. I'm looking at these reviews and the majority of them are like five stars, ten out of ten, four out of five. The Rolling Stone gave it four and a half. That I mean, but that's that. That you can't really go off of that, but based on what I'm seeing, it, it looks like this album is a dope album. So I'm gonna check it out, and uh, in a following episode, I'll, I'll give you more insight into this album because um, from what I, what I'm seeing, it, it looks dope. <laughs> Who stole my last piece of chicken? Those are reasons to fight right there. All right, also. Today in hip hop. Oh no, they uh, they gave me the wrong information. Unfortunately, I'll, I'll have to do the Ice Cube one in a couple of days, but I can't wait to do that one because it is one of the best hip hop albums in history. But they got their dates wrong on here. So today in hip hop, we just have organized confusion um, with their with their debut album which um, based on all these reviews seems to be a classic and um, all the hip hop hearers don't get mad at me you have to keep in mind when this album came out I was only like 6, 7 years old so I wouldn't I wasn't necessarily on that I was probably more like on crisscross than than anything like a, a Pharaoh Mantra or a Nas or you know what I mean like I wouldn't even know about that when I was that young that's something that I came back and reflected on when I became a true student of hip hop later on but 
But uh, the people that have heard this album, message me, hit me up, tell me what your favorite songs are. I, I'd like to know for sure. Facebook goes meta. After I read this article, I'm gonna give you an insight on some um, some stuff about me in my earlier uh, music uh, beginnings. Facebook is renaming itself Meta. The move was teased in recent days as a social media company had been mired in controversies swirling around his business practices. CEO Mark Zuckerberg, aka Weird Hairline, revealed the company name change in the social media giant's annual developer forum, Facebook Connect. The metaverse is the next frontier. From now on, we're going to be a metaverse first, not Facebook first. The move signals a monumental shift in the brand's storied almost 17-year history to an emerging computing platform focused on virtual reality. A key early priority for the newly named Meta is to encourage its massive membership base to sample immersive digital experiences via devices powered by virtual reality software. Okay. I mean, I I don't understand why they would change the name Facebook because the name, I mean, the name other than like the flack that they be getting, like there really isn't a need to change the name. People are so scared of being canceled. That's crazy. So scared. All right. So I'm going to get into a little backstory. So when I was younger, <laughs> I had the rap name Metasphere. Now, if you if you know what the word meta means, meta, M-E-T-A, means beyond. So I was beyond the sphere of rapping, so to speak. <laughs> it's laughable now. But now a company is naming themselves meta. I find that shit funny. That was my rap name a long time ago. And, and now a billion dollar company is... is <laughs> <laughs> is naming theirself Meta, which means beyond, right? So the metaverse, beyond. So I, I guess they, they want to be beyond Facebook, beyond Instagram. They want you to be immersed in virtual reality as well. Um, I don't, I don't know if I should be mad over the name. Like, I, I don't, I don't think that rap name would have really worked for me. Like, I think I would have only been able to like put out like nerd type raps or whatever, and like double and triple entendre, quadruple entendres and stuff in every rhymes that only like ten people on Earth would have got anyways. So, um, yeah. Thanks, Facebook, for uh, taking that name and running with it. I'm not saying they stole the name. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying Facebook stole the name from me. I'm just saying I can't I can't mimic Soldier Boy's voice, but I'm just say I, I did it first. I did it first. 
That's all I'm saying. Gen Z disrupting work as we know it. Gen Z only recently entered the workforce, but they're already rewriting workplace norms, making older colleagues realize just how uncool they really are. From how many hours they work to what emojis they use when messaging, 20-somethings are rolling their eyes at the habits of their elders, writes the New York Times. Employers have found their Gen Zers prefer to set their own hours, don't hesitate to assign work to higher ups, and are willing to take off days for their mental health. Simply put, they're playing by their own rules. I knew it would eventually happen with with some generation because the whole the whole setup of the nine to five hasn't necessarily been conducive to a person's prosperity overall. There might be some people that have jobs where they're making a whole lot of money, but other aspects of their life suffer because because of how many hours that they put in. And then there's some people that aren't necessarily making money are making good money and they're still putting in a lot of hours too. So that's a shout out to the, to the Gen Zers to, for taking time to analyze uh, what other generations, where they got it wrong and say, you know what, we're not going to accept that for this generation. And I, I may not agree with some of the crazy stuff Gen Z does. I'll, I'll never understand the whole putting on a dress I'll never understand earrings, guys wearing earrings. I'll never understand a lot of this stuff. But one thing that I can respect is them playing by their own rules. Cheesecake Factory. I know a lot of y'all love it. I'm one of those people that love it too. The Cheesecake Factory's 208 restaurants are renowned for their menus that render it one of the industry's most complicated operations. Early in the pandemic, taking slumped, but rather than downsize, the menu grew more sprawling and complex as the company focused on its to-go business. It was a roaring success, with each location averaging a staggering 3 million in to-go orders this year. But as diners return to table service, the to-go business is still booming, causing another significant issue, chaos in kitchens. Workers tell the Wall Street Journal the sheer volume of the new to-go orders can be crushing. I mean, I, Cheesecake Factory, if you gonna keep coming with this complicated menu, but it's bringing in, it's bringing in all that money. Hopefully, you were um, upping your staff's pay. Is it three million each? And it, it says each location, three million. There's two hundred and eight locations. That's a lot. You're talking over half half a billion from to-go orders. Half a over half a billion from to-go orders. 
hopefully some of the people that are working for Cheesecake Factory, y'all getting like a little bonus for the work y'all putting in. Because if y'all not, you know what I'm going to say. Get on your entrepreneurship and go do your own thing. But that, that's crazy. I, I, I mean, I know people like Cheesecake Factory, but dang, three, three million each location and to-go orders. And see, stuff like this is the reason why a lot of countries hate America. Like, how is America in trillions trillions of dollars in debt, but Americans managed to come up with over a billion dollars in to-go order. Not, I said a billion, excuse me, over half a billion in to-go orders for just Cheesecake Factory. That's just one restaurant. That's just wood. That's crazy. I almost threw my mouse on the floor over that right now. But anyways, let, let's let's keep it moving. Apple enthusiasts embrace a $19 cloth. Initially, it was almost an afterthought among a slew of of potent new MacBook upgrades and audio equipment upgrades, but as it emerged last month that Apple was marketing a modest 6.3 by 6.3 inch cloth to dab away dust and fingerprints and polish the pristine screens of its devices for the eyebrow raising price of $19. Critics were aghast. Yet Apple Arden's fan base of followers have responded with their wallets making the cloth <laughs> making the cloth the company's most backordered new item. As of Friday, those seeking to order this humble piece of cloth must wait until January 11th to begin cleaning their screens. A conventional microfiber cloth that relies on ultra-fine fibers to clean glass without scratching the surface sells as a pack of six for $9 on on major online sites. Ultra-fine fibers to clean glass sells as a pack of six for nine bucks. Apple is selling you one cloth $19 and as I'm saying that I'm looking at my Mac and I'm thinking I'm not paying $19 for a freaking cloth but this is why Apple will continue to be a trillion dollar company and eventually become worth probably a couple trillion dollars but <laughs> but I don't know to me that's funny 20 basically 20 bucks for um for a cloth I, I mean and anybody out there listening that actually bought that $20 cloth, like, I'm not hating on you. I'm just, I'm just, I just want to know one thing. Why? Why? Really? You better go to Dollar Tree or something. Y'all tripping. gentlemen that concludes this episode of w-a-y-t hopefully you had an incredible day incredible night 
If you didn't, hopefully you find a reason to smile. Enjoy yourself. Life is short. You got to live it up. Enjoy every moment that you are blessed with. And with that said, we're going to get into um, uh, some some music for y'all. Blue Note from Long Beach, California. This joint energy featuring A.O. Mikey, also from Long Beach, California. Y'all go ahead and Y'all go ahead and run them numbers up on YouTube. Blue Note Energy featuring AO Mikey. Make sure you run those numbers up on Spotify as well. Run the numbers up everywhere. Make sure you play this song repeat. Charles Edward, I'm signing off. Everybody stay blessed. Too many niggas in the street shit I done caught too many feelings for that weak bitch And I swear all I ever wanted was to be rich But I'm still in the city living like a G Mama raised a P, bitch, you can't play me Rookie of the year, ballin' like MVP I know they envy me, tell them keep the energy I know they envy me, tell them keep the energy Bitch, I play with nines before I let you play me Bitch, must be crazy, it's Mr. Never let a bro bitch face me Get the money, eat this one, two, three ABC, if you ain't get it to it, you lazy. Hustle over everything, baby girl gotta pay me. Remember trying to find life, everybody was shady. Remember the shot, it was bad, unreal, call a snake skin. Grandma said the devil look good, to that nigga change fits. I'm riding stay dangerous with a Glock 19 in a bay fit. Wings on my robber jeans like an angel had made it. Old plug was an essay, we used to speak Spanglish. Like we from Iraq, all my niggas spray sticks, make it make sense. Don't make blue notes, it don't make sense. She called me Poppy Chulo, my little black bitch. Walk down with a hockey mask and everything like Jason. Trying to get all my niggas rich like Freemason. I done lost too many niggas in the street shit. I done caught too many feelings for that weak bitch. And I swear all I ever wanted was to be rich. But I'm still in the city living like a G. Mama raised a P, bitch, you can't play me. Rookie of the year, ballin' like MVP. I know they envy me, tell them keep the energy. I know they envy me, tell them keep the energy. Focus on these millions. Better get my grind up, I'm finna make a killing. Heard niggas pocket watch and watch me go get it. Soldier in my section, if a nigga need the minutes, you can call on me. And I'm not forgetting it done in the streets. Turn the eighth to a key, turn a bitch to a fiend. Feeling for the day, I can sit back and preach. Teach these niggas how to be like me. Respect your big homie. Fresh as fuck, ain't no land on me. I get checks like the Nikes on me. You ain't kin, you is not homie. If you ain't willing to take the risk for me. How can you take another man glory? I ain't hit a sad trip like most niggas. But I'm in the setting trips, cause my pocket's bigger. Got my shit off the lot, see the bigger picture. Uh, bone from that side where you can't slip, nigga. I done lost too many niggas in the street shit. I done caught too many feelings for that weak bitch. And I swear all I ever wanted was to be rich. But I'm still in the city living like a G. Mama raised a P, bitch, you can't play me. Rookie of the year, ballin' like MVP. I know they envy me, tell them keep the energy. I know they envy me, tell them keep the energy.